Good morning. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman, and we are in season four. Unbelievable how the time has gone by. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal. i got to say that again. I'm a kosher personal chef. See, and the wine's here, and I haven't even had a sip yet. Um, my business is called The Aussie Gourmet. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. I give cooking classes. I'm available anytime uh, for a cooking class. I cater for Shabbos, for Yontov, for Rosh Hashanah, Sukkot. Uh, don't call me for Yom Kippur. Okay, maybe that was a bad joke. <laughs> but I can do your before or your after meals, of course. Um, anytime you don't feel like cooking... Give me a call and I hope you'll tune in every week to hear exciting new adventures about my kosher food traveling and great sharing of great recipe ideas and my amazing guests. But I also want to hear about you. So let's uh, share your experiences with me. You know how to do it. Naomi at NachumSiegel.com. You can join me my uh, my newsletter through my website, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and Facebook. So if you eat it, share it. Let me know what you're making. We got Rosh Hashanah like... Three or four days. So uh, I'm sure everyone has some great menu plans and there are some great menu plans out there on some of these Facebook groups. Um, so make sure you, you know, inhale all this exciting new uh, programs and, and um, shows that are being put out also by our amazing network right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Okay, so we have an action-packed show. I, I need to get right to it because I have a feeling we could do this show for three hours. I have three amazing guests in the studio all the way on my far left, if you are watching on the NachumSiegel.com channel right now, live on Friday morning, um, is uh, we have Alexander Rappaport. Um, uh, we can see you, right? Um, yeah, it's all good. Um, from us, Bia. Okay, we have a, he's gonna. We're gonna talk to him in a couple Hello. of minutes. We have Jay Booksbaum from Royal Wines. Hello, Thank you Jay. for having me again and again and again. And it's my pleasure, and again and again and again, and you'll keep coming back. You bet. Along with Shifra Klein, Joy of Kosher, editor of Joy of Kosher. Thank you for joining me and new neighbor. <laughs> yeah, it's great to be here. <laughs> okay, thank you for joining us on this gorgeous boiling hot day. It's actually Wednesday. Uh, we have only a couple of days to um, Rosh Hashanah. We decided instead of meeting Erev Rosh Hashanah, and we did this last week too, so hectic and so stressful. It's a couple of days before Rosh Hashanah. So uh, we are meeting here and we're going to, uh, you're going to hear us all on Friday morning, but we thought we would get together and talk about uh, Alexander's amazing projects that he's got going for Maspia and we're going to do some wine and simanim talk and pairing and, of course, eating and drinking right here in the studio. ZK and I are very excited about this. We love when we had uh, food guests that bring in food for us to eat. Shifra and I are going to be making some sort of special surprise. I'm not going to give it away. You're going to have to stay tuned. Okay, I'm going to talk to Alexander first. How are you? Hello, hello, and thank you for having me. My pleasure. Thank you so much for coming in. You are one busy man. <laughs> and obviously, um, it's right uh, um, at the time of the year when people need us the most. We at yeah. Maspia serve people throughout. Tell us what Maspia is. I, I, I introduce you as from Maspia, but you know, for people who don't know who you are, you've done an amazing job of getting the word out, but tell our listeners who haven't heard of you. So we're a network of kosher soup kitchens. We have two in Brooklyn, one in Queens. And we, Maspia is the Hebrew word for satiate. We say it during benching. We say it during davening. Oh, Maspia lechoch, That's right. Beautiful. So, so, I never so, thought of. 
So that exactly is what we try to do. People who are hungry could come in five days a week for an emergency dinner. They don't know where to go. They don't have anything. They find themselves empty at home, just walk into our place. Then on Thursdays, we also give a package. Uh, the, the package is full of groceries that people can take home. That Every day of the week, it's only dinner. Beautiful. The package is to take home. Our package is usually kind of the standard that we try to get to is to have Nine meals for every member in the family. So like three meals for three days usually is what the package wow. would have. It's beautiful. So we try to get enough I got pro- the chills. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, enough protein, enough fruits and vegetables, enough grain to have three meals for three days. And for now coming up the high holiday season, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, so we're yeah. trying to get... Things that people would use for the Yom from flour to carrots to fish. Apples. To, to apples and honey. And, and we're going to be doing our regular Thursday distributions. We're just expecting a lot more people and yeah. it's going to be a lot of more focused food on, on, these, uh, um, on these four Thursdays. Starting with the, the Thursday, the week before Rosh Hashanah. Till Chalamot Sukkot, we'll, we'll be doing um, special holiday distributions. It's very interesting. It's very hard. We the, now the new term gig economy came up. What's that? Well, so, Have you so, heard of that? So gig Shifat, economy, do you know what that is? They always learn something new so, so <laughs> it, it, on this it, show and with Alex. It, it's what they call when people are freelancers and and they get paid only per per what they did. Like a, someone write, wrote an article, drove a car painted a house, they get paid, Not they're not employed by someone and someone gives them a salary, they're the gig economy. They, they, every gig, G-I-G? Yes. You got a gig. Yeah. Oh, you got oh, a gig, right. Yeah. Right, clever. So, 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 yeah, so, I thought it meant, you know, the what's in the computer, you know. A uh, gigabyte. So. Right. That's what, yeah, yeah. how he makes his money. <laughs> so, so, so a lot of these, these startup people have it, like, it's it's not... It's per job rather than employed. People are a lot more self-employed. When yumtiv is middle of the week, that means um, no work on one, uh, Monday, no work on Tuesday, right? Right. That makes it four weeks in a row. People cannot. If someone is a car service driver, erev Shabbos is hard to work. Erev yumtiv is hard to work. Then you have the two days of yumtiv. And it repeats itself for four weeks. So there is like only half of the income for people who are on the gig economy. So if someone was just about making it before the Yom without any extra cost, without buying a fancy Yom meal or without buying a seat in the shul or any other Yom cost, they're already in the minus. Then there is another factor. If the schools are closed, that means those who get subsidized breakfast, lunch, now in those four weeks, take off over two weeks that these kids won't get that. So yeah. it, puts a, it puts a huge pressure on someone who is already under pressure putting food on the table. It's such a beautiful thing that you're doing. It's wow. really amazing. And how long have you been doing this for? So we're just about over the 10 years. 10 years. And we started with one in, in Borough Park, and, and now we have three. So it's, it's, it's much I've bigger. I've been to the Flatbush one. Yes, and that's where the, the main kitchen is. So everything okay. that's cooked comes out of there. Uh-huh. And then the others are, are um, like satellites more. Could uh-huh. you give us the locations of all three so that people listening? Sure. So, yeah. so there's 9808 Queens Boulevard. So that's on Queens Boulevard. What neighborhood in Queens? 
known as Rigo Park. Rigo Park, okay. And then on Coney Island Avenue, that's known as Flatbush Midwood. Yeah. Like between, between J and, J and K, K, yeah. Right? And the Borough Park is at a temporary location. Our landlord is renovating, so we're at the Borough Park Y. Okay. So, Where's so, that? So that's corner 58 and 14, so it's kind of in the heart of Borough Park. Okay, beautiful. We actually found that more people felt comfortable coming there. We're actually contemplating staying there because... Because the Y has so many other activities. Right, it's they, not, co- you it, can go in a, incognito, you, you know? Exactly. Nice. You want to swim so, or play paddle yeah, ball. Right, or exactly. Get your food, we, yeah. We saw a lot more, Beautiful. so to speak, uh, Hamish families come in and get food and not, ha- not being embarrassed to go into a place that's Such. cold, that's kind of like... You're going to must be. It's it's, more and it's an amazing thing, especially this time of year, and we'll go now a little bit into the fundraising. You know, this time of the year, we, we want to get rid of our evil decrees, right? So we say in shul, um, tefillah, and give, give, um, to get rid of the evil decrees. He says it much better than me. And, and, um, and this is one of the tzedakahs that you can get involved and you know it's literally feeding someone. It's, it's such a beautiful thing to, to be able to, to do and to do this. You, he, Alexander has de- dedicated his entire life to this. He is busy with this 24-7. It's not some fancy schmancy organization with fancy letterheads and they walk around with zippered hoodies saying must be on it. They are the real deal. Every penny that comes in goes straight into must be And that's exactly it. We survive. We're almost entirely funded by private donations. People are the ones who keep the lights open at must be People are the ones who keep the shelves stocked with food. And how, do, how does one donate? So, so obviously online, if you go to mustbia.org, that's M-A-S-B-I-A.org, and you can, do, you can donate over there. You can, obviously, you could volunteer. You know, some people don't have the money but still want to be involved. I love it, volunteering. We should do that, Chiffra. We should go down there, roll yeah. up our sleeves no, and totally. cook up, cook up a storm. Chiffra did once. Yeah. I once came with Jamie and Tamara. It was really good. I'd love to do that. I, I tried to do something last year, but... Uh, we're going to figure it out sure, for this sure. year. Sure, sure. And, 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 and we, we do between 500 and 1,000 hours of volunteers a week. <gasps> so so we, we, use, we incorporate a lot of free labor in, in what we do. And what we, try, what we try to do with the people's dollars, we try to stretch every dollar. So, yes, we're, we're a staff of 15. That includes the kitchen, the office, the three sites. But we every week have an additional... 500 to 1,000 hours of volunteers. Wow. Same thing. We buy a lot of food, but we also get a lot of donated food. A lot of people you have on your show, different brands, and even um, when we, if you remember last year, we had a challenge challenge. Yeah, and, yeah. And Geffen donated a thousand pounds of beans. Oh, that's like, awesome! Like, so the, and it was at Gourmet Glut Market in, exactly. in Borough Park. Exactly, they donated yeah. their facility and everything. So, Beautiful. So, so we get a lot of donated stuff as well. Fantastic. So, so, so yes, yeah, so we did it at the Gourmet Glut, and they took care of all the expenses of the event. So, so therefore, everybody who donated anything, it went right to them. And you've got something coming up this weekend, Erev Rosh Hashanah. Yes. What have you got going? So, so, so we we, we um, ask different food personalities to come up with a – send us their Tzimus recipes. So, so <laughs> um, I know time is, not, is, is limited, so I'll, I'll explain. So this is our, our, um, our Tzimus you, I'm going to hold it up. Should I hold it up here? I want people to see it. I'm just holding up here. Okay, you explain what it is, and I'm so, going to open up so, the pages. So when we, we 
eat mayrin. Mayrin is the Yiddish word for carrots. And we try to say, That's what we try to say Rosh Hashanah night. And what we try to do at first is get a bunch of different recipes of this. Just for those people who don't understand, Marin, you're talking about expansion or yeah. multiplying. Oh, so, uh, Yiddish word. So the Yiddish, no? Yiddish, yes, that's it. So, okay. so, so the Yiddish word is, is, is Mayrin, the Yiddish word for carrots, and it means it's almost like more. Almost right, to expand, like, expand, more. So what know, we're actually, multiply. It's, it's a prayer to have more merits, more zchus in Shemayim. So we try to put some spin on it and say, look, we're going to, instead of like asking Hashem for more merits, you could buy some merits. It's real merits. It's not more, you don't need to have your carrots as a prayer. Give some tzedakah, you'll have more merits. So it's kind of like become a partner. Now have your carrot dish also symbolize the tzedakah you gave. So you use one of those recipes and have it symbolize. We also had a lot of history at Masbia with carrots, with tzimis. A different dire situations during Hurricane Sandy when we did a lot of emergency wow. food relief, we used a lot of tzimis. We, we had no oven space, so we when we left the night, we filled all our ovens with tzimis, came the next morning, so we were able to use the night shift kind of as a slow-cooked tzimis. Ah, oh, so, so, so cool. Cooking while you're asleep, so you can, <laughs> so you can make every penny slow work. Slow food, that's the, it's, it's like a hot, it's a hot uh, trend, slow food. Right. We got that with Schiffer, right? We have the Yapsiks and we have the oh, totally. o- overnight crock pot cooking. Crock pot cooking. Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful so, so, thing. So Simmers became some sort of a symbol to us as well, kind of a, f- a go-to food in the past 10 years that we used in very interesting moments. So we felt that kind of like people can kind of have an add-on to their Simmers by kind of including all the schus of Masbia. So by how does one get one of these? Those are free. They're, oh, they're free. They'll, they'll be... In our mailings for, for the for the Rosh Hashanah campaign, they're on our website. You can download them free. I mean, you can say if you, it's also kind of because it, it's made to fit into an envelope. It also fits very well on your smartphone. So if you download it, you could like smart. you could zoom it very nicely because it's kind of like the longness of it helps you read the columns neatly. See, like this, I'm holding up my it's, smartphone. It's a, it's a, it kind <laughs> of works. Fit. It kind of works well. Um, so you could find different um, downloads of it. I, I believe uh, lots of the contributors who everybody, uh, some of them. Uh, can I just read some of them? Because sure. some of them are my friends. Most of them are my friends hey, and, and, sure. and guests we've had on the show. We've got um, uh, Honey Up for Bam Busy in Brooklyn now, Poopa Dweck, Sandy Ella, Susie Fishbein, uh, Jamie Geller, Tamar Genga, Betty Goodfriend, Leah Haddad, Naftali Hanau, Jordana Herschel, Lavana Kirschenbaum, Sarah Klinkowitz, Gloria Cobra and Avi Levy, Jonathan Margolin, Elise Mai, Naomi Ross, Carla Schaus, Leah Shapira, Roberta Shaw, Ita Werdiger Roth. Amazing. What a great group of people. Yeah, it's a great collection. I know. Shifra, we, I we, have to make like we have at to least do one. one or two. I know. We have to do it. Next year, me and Shifra will have something in there. <laughs> Shifra we'll was, develop our own Simus. Shifra was very busy putting this out. So, uh, we, which has had a great collection of recipes, and we'll talk to Shifra yeah. in just a so couple of minutes. We've just got to wrap up now. Yes. So two of the contributors are from the Joy, of course. Yes, yes we have uh, Jamie, Jamie and, and Tamar, Tamar. Yeah. but um, Shifra is the, this amazing magazine. Okay, um, thank you very much for coming in and sharing this with us. What have you got going this Sunday? You had something going we're talking about. So, so we're going to be doing at some farmer's markets in Love the, farmers' in, in, markets. So at the Union Square far, farmers' market, a, a 
a Muslim organic farmer. His cool. name is Zaid. Invited us to table there, and we're going to Arab Rosh Hashanah. We're going to be doing some demos. Same thing at Park Slope Farmers Market. We're going to be doing some demos there as well. So Great family trip. I love it. Yeah. It's just hard because it's like Arab, Mamish Arab Rosh Hashanah. Right. So, so for people, on if our, you're going to your in-laws for Yontif and you've got nothing to do because you've made your mother-in-law a few things, or you're going to your mother's, right? And you don't have much to do. Or if your mother's is, coming to you and she's doing all the cooking. Or your mother, right? <laughs> or or you're having guests. Send your husband out with the kids. Yeah. Or to you this. hired Aussies. Or the Aussie gourmet is doing your cooking for you. Thank you very much, my champion, my cheerleader. Um, you can go out to do this. This is a wonderful thing. So you can volunteer and go and help out, or yes. you can go and have a look Come at the farmers market and, and see the food and choose different foods. Where do we find this? In, it'll uh, be online? on our website must and on our a, Facebook page. Mustbeer.com. We'll, we'll more details and some of the dot contributors. Org. Dot org. and some of the contributors will join us at these farmers markets uh, tablings events. I absolutely love it. It is a great, great event that you have going on. Um, Thank you very much for joining me. Please feel free to stick around. I know it's a very busy day and you're one very busy man keeping everybody fed, which I appreciate so much and the community does well. So a big shukriah to you. And you should have lots of shukriah in Shemai. You know, Thank all, you. Yeah, all we should have shayirbo. I'm so yeah. bad with that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> How to say it right. But really, shana tova, ketiva to you and your family. And um, and a Shabbat Shalom. And, um, you know, shana tova to all your listeners. Thank, Thank you. you so much. And we should only um, have a good and healthy Amen. new year. Amen. With Mashiach. Beautiful, beautiful. Jay Booksbaum. Hey. How's it going? Good. Shifra Klein, how's it going? Good. Okay, we ready to rock and roll? Let's talk Simanim and wine. Shifra and I... um we're just discussing just the other day how many great Simanim recipes there are. Yeah. And um, we're discussing this actually on Shabbos at my house. And we're saying that, you know what, Jay's coming in to do wine. You come in and do Simanim. And we can p- talk about pairing totally. them up, the amazing recipes in the joy of kosher. Okay, I'm just going to give myself, I'm going to toot my own horn. You know I hate doing that. Um, there's a the sit- people who are don't who are listening and didn't see your face. They I got winked. A- <laughs> oh, they saw I winked. Face. He's got I, the camera I, on. I winked. Um, I have a ceviche simanim recipe. I'm all. It, yeah. <laughs> um, I have a simanim recipe in here with ceviche raw fish. You know what? It was great. It's like a five minute recipe. I know it takes two minutes. Yeah, and I it's love so it. good because we and I'm, I make it fresh that morning. So I buy my yeah. fish. Friday morning from Gourmet, uh, Sunday morning from Gourmet Glass. Okay. And then I make it Monday morning So it's like quickly. a great recipe that you don't have to think about, you know, before the, the hard you're pa- busy. Exactly. And yeah. the hard part was, though, grating the yellow beets. Okay. You can't do that in advance because the yellow beets turn black fast. Okay, that's a good tip. Yeah, that's a good tip. That's my only piece of advice. If I had, would have realized on the cook's note, I would have done uh, that on okay. your cook's note. Because it looks so pretty with the yellow beets. Okay, you are welcome to come in and sit down. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> just, uh, okay, Shifra. Um, another gorgeous, um, edition of The Joy of Kosher. Um, I love this cake. Yeah, um, it's Polish Royer developed three amazing recipes using alternative flowers. Yeah, she's amazing. So that's like a big trend now, and you can make these recipes with regular flowers too. So yeah. that was delicious. So the cake on the cover is a carrot cake. And the glaze is made with turmeric, so it's like a natural food coloring. I, I know, I love so that. That was really I great. thought that was brilliant. I use a lot of turmeric. 
Yeah. People, people like I, I put it on everything. It makes everything slightly yellow and has a. Li- doesn't have like a strong flavor. I think like it accentuates human. other flavors. Right. It, it so that's boosts, what it's good for. It boosts like almost yeah. like salt boosts up the flavor a little Natural bit. Natural MSG or so. Or uh, yeah. Right. Oh re- yeah. I never so thought about that. It's supposed to be very healthy for and you too. Yeah. Turmeric. It's very yeah. healthy. Probably lowers blood pressure or something. It's supposed to be great. <laughs> We're going to look into that a little bit more. Um, and of course, Naomi Ross did this tapasimon in. Simanim inspired. Tapas is like um, meze or uh, like apps, Israel. Like bites uh, of food. Yeah. Um, little tiny. Just portions. Small yeah. plates. We're very into our small plates. Um, yeah, so that's very trendy right now. And she incorporated it using simanim. And her oh, recipes cool. were so delicious. Yeah, that's such good ideas. Yeah, okay. And so that, the combinations that she did inspired one of the grilled cheese sandwiches we're going to be making yeah. soon. I know. How cool is that? We're yeah. going to be making. You announce it. We're going to be making some grilled cheese uh, inspired by the simanim. So we're, we can't do it on Rosh Hashanah, but right. just in the spirit of Rosh Hashanah. We're, we're going to have get, a little yeah. party in the studio. Okay. We're going to have a fun lunch. Excellent. Okay, Jay, what have you got for us over here? Every single wine, I think with the exception of one, is brand new for this Rosh Hashanah. Wow. Was not available last oh, Rosh Hashanah. Yes. And uh, so I brought uh, some sparkling wines, one from Eretz Yisrael called uh, 562. Uh Another one from Spain called Frejanet. And this is an interesting one because it was uh, non-kosher. I mean, it's made from a non-kosher winery. It's the most famous uh, uh, sparkling wine from Spain, non-kosher. And they made a small cuvee, a small run of kosher. And then we have uh, the Chenin Blanc with a co- in combination with the Viognier. Now, the Chenin Blanc has been around for a long, yes. long time. But no one's made it uh, until now uh, Joe Herleman, our winemaker, hasn't made it Love Joe. with Viognier, and so there, you know, it kind of gives it, kicks it up the and spice. And he has a my bit. favorite duet, the Jeunesse duet. Now that has been, that's one of the wines that has been around, but perfect for Aziz and Year because you know it's great with a lot of the tzimis and a lot of the sweeter foods that you make for your Rosh Hashanah meals. A brand new wine from Eretz Yisrael called Matar. Okay. And and you know we're we're going to go back to Matar, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's from Shmona Esra. Shmona Esra. Oh, very clever, very clever. That's pretty cool. It's a new simon almost. It's a new simon, right? (laughs) Uh, There's another one of the couple that are older, but we haven't talked about, usually we talk a lot about the new orange muscat and so on and so forth, new uh, Shannon. Orange, Shannon late harvest, but this is the old standby, the late harvest white Riesling. I oh, think we should bring it back. It's much more luscious. That's and my sweet. favorite. That's and, yeah. a, Joe Hellerman knows that. That's my favorite wine. Does he? Yeah, he knows that. He's he's great, Joe. He's great. And and we've got this brand new Shannon. Oh, it's a takeoff on the old Shannon, but it's brand new. Uh, I guess it's a little bit more lively, also quite you know kind of edgy in terms of its packaging. It's called Shen In, meaning that it's the same. It's it's from the same producer that makes Baroners like Shen and Blanc, but it's something that's in. You know, like the in thing to do. Oh, I love that labeling. That is talking about edgy. It's on a triangle. Um, right. The label. It's got a really and, nice uh, angling. Oregon News, a really great wine mirror from the. Golan Heights area. I, I just was in a winery in the Golan Heights. I was in the Golan Heights winery on my birthright tour. Makes, makes a sweet style red wine. Yeah, that was very so good. This is great for dessert and also great, again, you know, you should have a sweet new year. So that's great for that. And He's got more tricks in his box. More tricks, oh. more tricks in his box. We're going to drink all these tricks. The, the concept is brand new. 
It's the first time a kosher wine is in a bag in the box. In a bag in a box. Now, what do you, what's, what's do you mean about by that? that? I'm going to open it up. <gasps> I'm going to show it to you. What? Take a look at okay, really is cool. a camera on that? We're getting that. We're getting that, ZK. It's amazing for travel. I know, right? Well, yeah. yeah, as long as you put it in your luggage, but, you know, or you're driving it. What? But here's the thing. There's a bag that the wine is in inside this box, and as the wine, you know, is poured out or, you know, is, is spouted out, the bag collapses, so there's never any air. So you know, this, this is very this popular really in retain, Australia. This retains the flavor and the fruit, and you could just leave it on your counter, okay, and just continue to drink it over days or weeks until the whole thing is gone without worrying about the wine, you know, going bad or on you. That's I great. love that. Oh, so it's better thing. for the wine. But, it, yeah, it keeps the wine fresher over a long period yeah. of time. It's uh, the, the first time uh, ever. The and the only two Rexham. wines that are now in bag in the box are... The Shenin and the Zin in. Can we try some? Of course. <laughs> um, and, and while Jay's pouring that, Shifra, why don't we make these grilled cheese sandwiches and, okay, um, with the Simanim and then Jay, you will open up some wines and Should we're going to describe what I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. We have Shifra Klein, Joy of Kosher, just tuning in now. This is, uh, going to be our What's for Dinner segment sponsored by Gomeglat and I've asked Shifra, uh, who's a yeah, gourmet, I'm so excited. A gourmet glut yeah. shopper. This yeah, is totally. all bought at this gourmet glut. From gourmet glut, checked arugula. I know, don't you love it? Which is such a pleasure. Until they started doing it, I never bought arugula. Yeah. Now I'm obsessed with arugula, and it was the season. Summer is the season yeah, for arugula. It was so good. Peppery but, greens. But um, inspired by the same name, you could use spinach. So it's spinach or arugula. Arugula, right? That's our green. Right. So the so, first sandwich right. uh, that we're gonna do, I sautéed, I caramelized leeks, yeah. and in honor of the new year, I put some honey in it. Um, so it has a sweet flavor, um, and you can also use date honey if you want. So I'm oh, just ceylon, spread that. right? We like yes, yeah, ceylon, which is dates, and date honey, which is also one of the simanim. Fantastic! So that's so great. I might take the opportunity to plug in this cheese maker. Can I chime in with the? Oh, absolutely! So you, you spoke about the date honey. It's actually yeah. in in the in, in the in, in Parsha's Kisova, which was uh, last week's Parsha. You had Eretz Zavas Chalavidvash. When, when the Torah talks about dvash, it actually means date honey. It doesn't mean bee honey. It means oh. date honey. So and whenever it's mentioned dvash in the Torah, it's actually date honey. So kind of like using date honey for Rosh Hashanah is also kind of like a very um, Eretz Yisrael thing. Jay, I just want to Here's tell you, you, I've got pour. another box here of, of glasses. Okay, the glasses great. are from the awesome Kosher Food and Wine Expo back in uh, February. Guys, you guys, you, you, they should already start uh, reserving, even though it's not open yet. I know, yeah. We're going to sell up, sell out again. And okay. I can't tell you what we have planned, but man, it's going to be the most <laughs> magnificent Kosher Food and Wine ever. Okay, we're looking forward oh, to yeah, that. That's always an event. To I know, right? To. So I put some sliced green apples. Okay. Um, and look how nice it stayed. I put in lemon juice, traveled with oh, it. Oh, nice. Stayed really, really nice. Oh, yeah, wow. You cut that um, up like And two then hours I'm going to put some goat cheese. <gasps> you had me at goat cheese. Yeah, so it's sort of like a cheese plate in a sandwich. Um, and it's really, really great. I love so I'm that. just going to put some goat cheese on top. Is that natural and kosher? It's natural and kosher oh, with goat love. cheese. Yeah. And if you want to go even sweeter, you could use their, they have one with cranberry and nuts. <gasps> so that makes it even more cheese plate one. style and it adds even more sweetness. So I'm just going to put some of this Someone on once top. told me that, I think it's American Medical, so somebody said that the most complete food is goat cheese. Oh yeah? Really? I just, I just read Can that. Can we look thing. into that? We yeah. should ask Brigitte. Oh. She knows. Brigitte yeah, Brigitte from Brigitte Natural and Kosher. From Natural and Kosher. Shout out she'll, to her. She'll know. Yeah, we we had we did a show here with her 
And we had like, that's the one that has 1,500 hits. <laughs> I'm putting some arugula and then that's I'm putting some That's because of all your accents. Her accent. Your accent. I know. She's great. So I really want to get it nice and cheesy. Okay. It's a grilled cheese after all. Again, natural and kosher. Yeah. Monster cheese. So I'm going to put two slices. Oh, my God. That looks so good. Okay. I'll calm down. All right. And also in honor of Rosh Hashanah, we have a free ebook online. So I just wanted to mention it to all those that oh, are Oh, sure. So um, you can just download it for free. It's a collection of all our best Yamtif recipes. Okay. So, so we'll put- get this one started. Okay. We're we'll going to get this one started. See my name inspired. So I roasted some um, butternut squash. Really, really simple. Sliced it in half and put it in a 400 degree oven and just let it go. Okay. So that was really easy. And I'm just going to spread it. This is going to be like the spread for the grilled cheese. That's butternut squash. It's butternut squash that that was just mashed. It's like butter. It's literally butter. It really is. And then it just—it's really smooth when you bite into it. Is butternut squash always that color? Just to taste it. Yeah, Yeah, this is like fresh. That's salt. Shout out to Miriam Wallach who introduced me to the world of fabulous salt. And then I'm putting pomegranate concentrate, which is um, just cooked down pomegranate juice. You could cook it yourself. You could use balsamic vinegar if you want in this recipe. Whoever's going to make this. This is one of those things that are like, I actually made the sandwich. You could check the, my Instagram account. I made the sandwich in the summer, one night to Shabbos. We were all hungry and we were having fun. In um, the kitchen. You know, in the Catskills, there's nothing to do but eat. So that's what we were busy doing, creating these sandwiches. So I put some pomegranate molasses for concentrate. And then I'm going to put beets, which is another simon. So, yes. Um, okay. So just talking of simon, I want to give these yeah. two quick books a shout out. Apples and Pomegranate, a family, a family setter for Rosh Hashanah. I talk about this every year by uh, Rachel Maslia and Judy Jarrett. Um, it's just a really light, easy book of the brachot and the word plays of uh, the simanim and a That's little interesting, story it? behind it. I put this. I got this at Judaica Plus, my favorite Judaica store in the five towns, um, and it's really adorable. We kind of make a seder. We go through this like it's a seder on Pesach, but with Rosh Hashanah we have a beautiful. Um, evening. Isn't it, isn't it though mostly true that it's the Spartim? Yes. It's more and more yes. that, you know, we are all getting into the Simanim and to Sidarim, yeah. so to speak, on Rosh Hashanah. But I, my son-in-law, Yehud Alkabetz, big shout out to Yehud and Mati, uh, tells me that they've been, they've always done it. And right. I love it. I, I mean, feel like I'm, it's I'm starting to get into, into it. Into the Ashkenazi you know? because of yeah. all these social media. I didn't grow up with it either. Also, yeah. there's a lot it's, more into We had Simis of, yeah. <laughs> and I mean good, good ones. Good in yeah, Ashkenazi yeah. to Spartan, yeah, exactly. not anything else. Right, because we... we Although well, so some would argue the kids, Spartan might argue so that. I don't know how good It's that really is. great. Okay. So this is also a really cool ingredient I'm adding. It goes so well with beets. It's tarragon. Um, but if you don't, it just adds like a nice fresh flavor. And you could just pull it off the stem if you're looking, and that's how all the herbs come off really easily. I'm so excited, Jay. What? And it's also so pretty. Look how nice this is. Like, look how pretty this is. Okay. Make sure you watch this on nachamsegel.com. Oh, just a slice of cheese. Or uh, if you're not watching it live now, uh, make sure you catch that's it up great. on the YouTube channel on the Nachum Siegel net. Can Next. you eat this cold? I mean, after you, you like make it before Yontif and then put it in the refrigerator, will that eat well or no? No, not really. I'm not saying you'll. I uh, don't think. Um, that. No, you don't want a cold grilled cheese sandwich. Right? No, do do it like this without and, the without the cheese. Then it's a good sandwich. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh maybe oh, with it. You could do it with a goat cheese and not yeah, this. and then or just don't not grill the cheese. it. Or don't, don't grill, grill it. it. Or make it and then grill it up fresh. So what we have in the magazine actually, actually is on Rosh Hashanah, you, you know, if it's during Yontif, you could. Yeah. So you like do we it did on like yontif. yeah like toast. Do you could actually crostini. do it on yontif. Yeah. Why can't you do it on? Yontif? And it's like a great party food. Yeah, you can uh, like a great. Or food. if you need a snack in the afternoon, because there's that lot. Remember going from first 
end of first day into second night. You've got that long stretch. It's still summertime, remember? The kids are hungry. This is a great sandwich to eat once you're not flashic anymore. This is or the next could, creation. Okay, my next creation. But I think this creation is ready. Jay, what wines have we got here to drink these We're beautiful? We're having the brand new, and, and uh, I think uh, ZK uh, filmed it for us. We're having the brand He showed it before. I poured it out of this box. So we're having the brand new Shen In. What I love about this wine is it's aromatics, first and foremost. And, you know, people will tell you that you taste with your mouth, but you really don't. You taste, well, you do taste with your mouth, but about, some people say, as much as 70% of what you taste actually comes through your nose, not your mouth. So yeah, try smell, eating when you have a cold. Yeah, exactly. Try eating when <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't. You can't taste. You can't. They say I have a cold. I can't taste anything. Why not? Your tongue's still working, right? The answer is, is because an awful lot of what you eat are the flavors that you get come through your nose. So is this the, this is the one the wine from the box? Yeah. This okay. Is the Shen in. Shen in. Okay. So now it. Oh, I wash. By the way, I wash before. Yeah, but even if you wash, ha- right? Always, this, have, is a, this is a message that I've been giving to yes, everybody. Right. You know, yes, people thank you, think. That you don't have to make a bracha on wine if you've washed. Why? Because on Shabbos, when most people drink wine, their bracha on wine is included in the Kiddush. It's not included in the motzi. So when you're having wine during the week, just because you made a motzi doesn't mean you can get away with not making a bracha on wine. You have to make a bari priyagafen so, even after you've washed. So I've washed before Big the mistake, show started. A lot of people just don't realize. Because I knew Schiffer and I'm going to write about that in the magazine. That's interesting. Let's go do it. Yeah, I like okay. that. Okay, Jay, will you write the article? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, um, see, I can work for you now. Baruch atodei noileinu melachalam bari priyagafen. Amen. Baruch atodei melachalam bari priyagafen. Somebody has to talk. We can't all be slurping. <laughs> we were busy. <laughs> so you, you I spoke know, about right? the simonim before, yeah. and, and it, it's very interesting. Actually, mm-hmm. the, the thing that we're doing, Timus, is a very young simon. The first place I found it was in Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, which was published only 150 years ago. It seems like Ashkenazi Jews didn't have those um, vegetables that are made the simonim of or didn't have a good interpretation of the what the foods are. So kind of, kind of. So the people who were in areas where there were these simonim all the time, they knew what riba is and what karsi is and what all those simonim in, in the Talmud versus the, the Ashkenazi Jews might just not have that available for them. Ah, that, that's, right, that's why. A good point. Maybe that's why they had this dharm there, but that, not that, here. Right in Europe, where, where it was. Yeah. They didn't have didn't get yeah. as much fresh. But they probably had warmer climates and had better fruits and vegetables than the Polishers. Like like looks my like, family. Looks like. so, That's a really so, good point. So I love so, thinking about the history behind so, the food. So I looked it up just for this publication, and and the and, and Timus, I mean Meyerin, using the word Meyerin and the whole thing was not before the Kitzur Shulchan There's no mention of it before. What's interesting is that in Israel today, they have a new interpretation of using carrots because they they in Israel in Hebrew it's Gezer. Which is, and they say, Sheyigzer Aleinu Gezeres Tovos, instead of Sheyir Bezichi Yasaini. So they're using the Hebrew, uh, to use carrots, and, um, but, but it, with a new twist. Yeah. They say, Sheyigzer Aleinu, using the word Gezer, as Sheyigzer Aleinu Gezeres Tovos, instead of Meir and Sheyir Bezichi Yasaini. That reminds me of what we do on Pesach, you know, about the, the lettuce and the half a raisin? 
Oh, let us have a raisin and celery. Right, yeah. <laughs> so we're using English to do that, you know. The we're Israelis making are all using kinds Hebrew of... And, uh-huh. and the, and the, 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 you know, the Polish are using maiden. Right. So, so we're know, mixing everybody up. Everybody uses their yeah. own, uh, you know. I started making a blend. I make beetroot hummus, right? Hummus is like oh, cool. Sephardic background. And I take beets, which is more Polish, Polish yeah. and yeah. borscht, right? Yeah. And I, I made beetroot hummus as my... But borscht is like simmer. pork on Rosh Hashanah. What do you mean? Borscht is in halacha forbidden on Rosh Hashanah because it's a sour thing. The original oh. borscht was the fermented beets. Oh, right. Okay. So it says My mommy's Russian in, version uh, is like very sweet. <laughs> yeah, in Primogelum yeah. it says the word borscht. That's so oh, interesting. That's so funny. So, so any, anything, anything, my, my grandmother wouldn't use anything with vinegar, like strictly, right. like even even not even a teaspoon mm-hmm. of vinegar. Right, but, a lot but, of people don't. Yeah, but 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 that that's kind of like, that's that's kind of like uh, what, what they say, that's for the babas. But right. halachically, something like a borscht that's kind of... Or, so, or, or, or a fish that's cooked in vinegar is forbidden on Rosh Hashanah. Uh-huh. Okay. I make a sweet and sour fish, but the only thing that's in it is pineapple juice because so it's the, not no, real. The, the good thing is when you have the sweet kind of countering it, so you're actually doing the what they say in Hebrew, the hamtoka. You're actually kind of… Eliminating. Eliminating the, the bitter. Neutralizing. Yeah. It's amazing that food has so much meaning. You know, we're not just eating for we're, eating. We're all about sim- it's really symbolism. Yeah. I mean, from every single Chag. Shavuos, Hanukkah, yeah. um, keep going. <laughs> I would say Rosh Hashanah even Rosh more Shana. than yeah. the Seder because in the Seder, Shulchan Oyrach has no rules. In on Rosh Hashanah, even the the meal has rules. Like it ha- everything that we do is in the Shulchan Aruch part. Like is it, is in the is in the is, you cannot have bitter stuff. You cannot. Some people don't have nuts because ego right. and whatever. There's right. The, the, but we the, were talking about that so, last week. So so all these rules are are kind of like in the meal itself. It's not the ritual before the meal or after the meal. There are rules in the meal itself. Rosh Hashanah. Really interesting. Yeah, well, I, I, I love this a, sharing. And you're going to, con- Jay, you're going to continue did, yeah, with the Yeah, first of all, I don't know. You didn't grow up in Williamsburg. I grew up in Williamsburg. And I remember playing Eggies on what the street, that? on what Wilson is- Street. It's, it's, it's a whole street, literally, from one end of the block, from Lee Avenue to Marcy Avenue, was set up with um, guys used to come with their with their nuts, and they used to play you know, hit the nut, and if you would, you know, and you you kept going and going and going, and the person had the booth. If you missed the the center nut, the guy kept yeah. it. But if you hit it, you got ten back or something. Exactly, like that. they have that going on the whole Pesach in seven seventy in Crown Heights. It becomes oh, like that's so cute. That game is going on like the oh whole really? Day. My kids went with their. Uncles, and you know, I just like, want to share. You know, wait, uh, can I just show everyone the sandwich? We ate actually the first one. I'm sorry, we don't it's have fun anything to, like, to show lunch you. And chat. Yeah. Right, right. We forget that we're on air. We just—it's like we're a group of friends talking to each yeah. other. Here I have a. This is the first sandwich. This is all that's left because we devoured it. Um, and here is our second sandwich. I'm just going to pry. <gasps> Can we get a picture? Snap, snap, quick! <laughs> Toast know, is quick hot. How gorgeous is that? We're actually taking a photo for Instagram. You can follow us, uh, Naomi Nachman, or uh, Joy of Kosher Magazine, for this beautiful picture that's going to come up in a little bit. Okay, the Alfie Mann toasts. Oh, one more time. I'm showing it to the to the people watching on NachumSiegel.com yeah, right gorgeous. now. The colors. Are it's gorgeous. Oh, girls, did you see this? It's and gorgeous. do it on whole grain bread. It's really healthy because the oh. butternut is really like the main spread. I love that. And so it's like a oh. vegetable-based sandwich. Okay, you'll cut that up. I'll for slice us. it up and 
Okay, Jay. No, no, I was just saying I did a I did a tasting. Uh, let's open up another bottle of wine. Oh, sure. I did a taste. In fact, you know what we're going to do just to celebrate the new year. Yeah. And from Eretz the first wine was from California. This is from Eretz It's a sparkling mm-hmm. wine from uh, Tavor. And where is Tavor? Tavor is in the north. The Golan. Uh, on good basalt. I learned that from you, Very Jay. Good. Yeah, Bezelet. I learned that from you when you had the guys from Bezelet Golan in. Yeah. Jay's opening. Remember, when you open up a yeah, sparkling we, wine, hold. Can we show this? Can we get when this you're off? opening up a bottle of wine, hold the cork and turn the bottle. Okay. Hold the cork. Don't turn the cork. Hold Gabby, you're watching turn this. The bottle. Well, <laughs> my, my daughters are here today. Now, this today is not watching. as cold as it should be. Okay. okay, how cold, what is the, here's a great question for you. You ready? What is the temperature of, of sparkling wine? Oh, CK's reaching in for a glass. Good on you, mate. Um, can you tell us what it should, should be in the 40s? In the 40s? And 40s. is that all white wine or champagne yeah, in particular? Wines, all wines. All and white red wines, wine. room temp? Uh, yeah, but room temp, meaning, uh, European room temperature, which is in the 60s. And what's American room temperature? 72, you know, how you like Ooh. it in your house. You know, it shouldn't It shouldn't be that warm. It should be On the lorry side. The lorry side apartments are boiling hot. The cooler side. <laughs> so, again, okay. take a, an aromatic uh, view of it first. So, another year it's of great kind of shows. like more, I would say, grapefruity and lemony more than there's not that aromatics, that sweet aroma that you got from the Shannon. And this is a new wine. And this is, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, it wasn't available last year this oh, time, okay. Rosh Hashanah. So this is brand new, brand spanking new. Okay, we're going to... For Rosh Hashanah. For Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. And it will go well with my grilled cheese. Champagne and grilled cheese, only here on Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abel's and Hyman. We taste better. Now I'm going to eat... Now I've spoken about hot dogs. I'm going to eat my grilled cheese. Okay, I'm going to put that over here. That's going to be ZK's. Okay, this is ZK's platter for after. Okay. All right. You know, you guys munch, and then someone's got to talk. What I love about these <laughs> recipes, and Naomi knows this about me, like mm-hmm. when I, I'm always talking about the wine, but it's not true. When when the guests come in, I go, wow, this is what I love about you know, because I love to learn from other people. And what I love about these two recipes so far is not so much is the fact that all the flavors come together so beautifully. Thanks. There's such great balance. Wow, wow, wow. Tarragon is amazing. What a marriage of flavors. And with this wine, what what other the simanim from your, uh, maybe from one of the cookbooks, Mm -hmm. do you think this champagne would go well with? Well, you have to ask James. But from the from from the the. Tell me what you got in there. Oh, so um, we had so this sandwich was actually inspired by. The butternut beets crostinis that we did with balsamic reduction. Okay, so we so that was one. Um, we had endives with um some tuna and a honey chipotle sauce. But that I don't know if that would go with. Now this. the tuna, no, that wouldn't go with that. Maybe but a the salad, tuna, like a cabbage the, salad. No, the tuna. Let me ask you, the tuna is cooked? Yeah, it was seared. Just seared. Yeah, so, so it's, it's a, a pretty rich. Meat. It's a pretty rich meat. Yeah, tuna. yeah. So we have a great wine for that. In fact, maybe I'll open that up and you tell me. Can I just say, I have the best job in the world. (laughs) I'm eating a Simon grilled fish sandwich. I keep saying Simon fish because I have a recipe for Simon fish. Um, But a a, um, a Simon grilled cheese sandwich, a fabulous glass of sparkling white wine, amazing guests, and I have 
two, my my um, daughters have come in with me today. School has not just about to start, so they're on their last few days of vacay. So they came into the studio. This is amazing. I love this white wine. So I just want to say, keep your white wine cold. You know, Jay said it before. Cold. There was nothing like eating and the keep food your red at wine right. Cool, not cold, oh. and not hot, but cooler than room temperature. There is nothing about, you know, whether it's food or wine, eating at the right, eating or drinking at the right temperatures is makes the whole meal, makes the food. You can't have a cold soup, you know, a chicken soup cold and a and a, a cold uh, white wine boiling. You need to make sure that everything at the right temperature is fabulous. Okay, so what are so we this, opening this up now? This new wine then? is called Matar. Matar is the brand name. It comes from a family by the name of Pelter. Really wonderful guys, Mir and his brother. I have more glasses. And this is the first wine. It comes from Eretz This is the first wine that is certified kosher from them. Okay, why? What, do you, what does that mean, certified kosher? It wasn't kosher before? Well, they didn't make – they used to make – they still make wine under their uh, Pelter name, but it's not certified kosher. Uh-huh. This wine is. Let me just dump this. Somewhere. Okay, yeah, I, I have a glass. I have. Oh. Yeah, we have glasses. Actually, these beautiful, gorgeous glasses are from Dazzling Disposables. Joshum was on our oh, show last yeah. week. Look how sturdy these glasses I are. I thought they were glass. No, they are right. They're yeah. amazing. You can order them online. Dazzling Disposables. There's a coupon code Naomi10, and you save ten percent off your orders for ninety nine dollars. Really high class disposables. So we had our our sandwiches on them and. Really great. There's a very limited number of Matar wines available right now. They're going to be more available in the, you know, probably Pesach time. But Matar, uh, how would you describe Matar? Do? No, Matar is actually rain. Matar rain. is rain. 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 Tal is, Tal. is Tal. Tal Tal Matar is, is rain. rain. So, and we know that all the prayers during the high holidays right. is all about there should be a lot of rain. Right. Rain so, is the biggest simon bracha. So you have Matar as the brand name, and Stratus, all of his wines right now are being named after the clouds. So as a kid, I don't know if you remember this, Cumulonimbus and uh, Nimbus and Stratus, and this is one of the kinds of clouds. And look how red that is. Wow. Let me just, which, can I pour some for you? For and I want you to tell me if you think, based on the richness of this wine, whether this goes with that... Uh, you want to, You got to dump that. You got to dump. Okay, that. wait. I have. He's going to drink it. He's not going to dump it. We don't dump here in the studio. We drink it. Would you like a taste? Okay, yeah. I have glasses right here. Um, Schiffer, can you pass in that box? Yeah, sure. All the gorgeous. I'll say something about a wine from Eretz Yisrael that's right after Shemitah. I'll say that in the Torah it says that there will be a special blessing that things that grew before Shemitah will be available after Shemitah. So this, this anything from Eretz Yisrael that's right after the year of Shemitah has a special blessing to it from Hashem directly that this will be available to you. Okay, oh, that's very Thank good. Thank you. Thank it's you. a very nice thing to say, but frankly, you won't see after Shemitah wines for another two years. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yes, right. yes. Why but, is that, Jay? So oh, because that, the vintage, the vintage of Shemitah is 15. Anything, in other words, anything that's harvested, grapes that are harvested in 2015, which is right now, are Shemitah. 5775. Right, are Shemitah wines. Okay? So, and we do not bring in any of those. Matar doesn't make any. None of the wines from Eretz Yisrael, at least from Royal, bring. do we make a vintage that is made from those 
from that vintage. We do not make, we do not bring in a wine made from that vintage from 2015. I was just in Israel and it was very, it was a challenge. Yeah, it's a big the challenge. The Shemitah. So, I've never been to Israel so what, before during a Shemitah. What, and Sandy, what Sandy is talking about is the fact that in 2016, which is the next vintage after Shemitah. When, when in 2016? A, a year from now. Exactly a year from now. So we still can't have Shemitah wine. Like this whole coming year is still well, considered. We, the key is you can have any wine from Eretz Yisrael as long as it's not vintage 2015, according to most. There are some people disagree with that. You have to ask your local rabbi. I always do that uh, disclaimer. Yes. But 2015 vintage. Forget about the wine. You have to look at the vintage on the year that's on the label. If it says 2015 and it comes from Eretz Yisrael, you have to ask your local rabbi if you're allowed to drink it, okay? But not 2016. But 2016 is fine, and 2014 is fine, and this is 2013. Wow. Fantastic. So we're okay, still two years this. away, wow, at wow. least two years away from drinking this wine in the vintage, I'm sorry, three years in, in the 2016, which is the vintage past wow. Schmidt. It sounds like what? a bit of an exclusive. Right. Yeah. It right. Is. So, how well, much I'm is this bottle costing? I'm sorry, Alexander. And then we'll. Oh, this to you. is about forty dollars. Wow. This yes, is a hush of a glass. I only bring the best for Sandy and crew. You know. Yeah. <laughs> the bracha I'm trying to find in this wine is that anything that is around after the shemitah is part of the blessing that you should still have food, although there would be one year without food. So anything that survives 100%. the Shemitah is included in the bracha. Wow. That's what I'm trying to say. That's Beautiful. A, yeah. That's yeah. very yeah. nice. That's smell that. Everybody yeah. smell. Put it's your nose in there. Every, okay. I mean, it's like got blackberries and and black cherries and, you know, dark fruit aromas, it, yeah. if, at least I to me. This. You know what's interesting about that? Give it a swirl. Give it a swirl, right, Jay? We should Absolutely. swirl it. What's interesting about this wine is, is that this wine is over 15% alcohol. So you would, just to give you a perspective, most table wines are about 12 to 13. So this is quite a bit, this is 20, 25% more alcohol. And yet, it doesn't smell alcoholic. No, and that, it doesn't. the reason for that is, yeah, why? is that because the fruit is so pronounced, the, the, the fruit yeah. from the grape is so pronounced, why this? that it's so imbalanced, and that's what I was talking about, about your recipe. Yeah. It's so imbalanced with the alcohol that the alcohol doesn't stick out. So, but why is this grape more fruity than another grape, it's so not, to speak. It's, it's because I don't know if I chose the right words. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? This is all harvested in the Golan Heights. It's harvested at what we call a very ripe level, meaning the sugar levels in the grape, in the juice, grape juice that comes from this grape, is very high at harvest and at crush. And so they extract a lot of the fruit from the grapes and the skins and what they call the phenolics, which is the, the seeds and so on. And that all adds to the flavor. So you, you have the alcohol, which is the you know natural fermentation yeah. of sugar into alcohol and also CO2, which escapes into the air. And then you have this fruit that remains with the alcohol, and that's why you have this wonderful balance of fruit and, and alcohol. And it's just an amazing... W- I was doing a tasting. I have, to t- I have to share this with everybody. Everybody's so hyper-focused, and correctly so, on their food for Yontif. Yes, I would they're definitely say They're buying the best that, fish and they're buying they're the best to, meat. They're going to the best chefs. And they're buying the best chefs. You know, they're buying. They're, they're going to, but you know, the Mechaber says, the only on Shabbos, about Shabbos, the only thing the Mechaber says you should look for the best in, wine. you have to have meat and you have to have fish and you should have fish and it's good to have fish. 
But it doesn't say it's good to have the best fish. You can have tuna fish, you know. But nobody's going to buy, you know, cans of tuna fish for their Friday night uh, farshpais, so to speak, all right? But when it comes to wine, ugh, I just need something for Kiddush. Not true. The Mechaber specifically says, look for the best wine you can find. And so I just want to share. I, I actually learned that from a bunch of chassidim that I did a, a very uh, kind of intense uh, seminar for uh, Thursday night. Okay. So it was it was just wonderful. Did you do a lot of that kind of stuff? Yes, I like do. Like do wine, cloth, Educa- wine courses, education. Wine education. And you can contact me. If you don't mind. Of course. We're all about the, the shout le- out. The letter J, Booksbaum, B-U-C-H-S-B-A-U-M. You can still spell your name after all that wine. At Kedem.com or just at info at Kedem.com. Okay. That's how to reach Jay I'm to have him come. this one. I'm not such a big wine drinker. Really such a mumcha. Yeah. Apparently you are. How <laughs> is Alexander going to get home? Did you take the train here? <laughs> no driving. Oh yeah, yeah, Baruch Hashem. Okay, um, so what have we got now? What can you uh, uh, show us now? And right, then we're so gonna what I'm gonna I'm gonna end. See what? Uh, not end. I don't know how. Oh, uh, we how have time about we have eight minutes. Something that will go with fish. Say ceviche. You know what ceviche is? You're so like hyper focused on the ceviche thing. Yeah, because I love fish. I happen to you were talking about fish before. I happen to love fish. And we did a red wine, which we, we paired up with. So let's talk about a, a nice, uh, maybe a fish to try it with. Um, make well, we sure you get the, your the fish at Aussies in Gourmet Glad or what, uh, around you know, town. The Chenin Blanc was a little bit sweet and the, sh- uh, Chard- uh, the Chenin Viognier. Shannon Viognier. Shifra has actually in the Joy of Kosher magazine a fantastic um, uh, section. So Jay writes. Jay writes yes. for Joy of Kosher. Um, also wine pairings, and this time we did uh, yeah, wine te- pairings for the main dishes. Can you so can you do that? Can so, you while he's opening up the wine? Can you explain what is in Joy of Kosher with the wine and the no? Wine so pairings? we basically, as Jay mentioned, wine is such a big part of Yamtev, and so we. Um, we did some wine pairings. You had my byline, too. Yeah. See, I'm in there, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. of course, Jay. And this is You're the everywhere. Shannon Viognier. Yeah, I'm everywhere. <laughs> I, there's a line that goes with that, which I won't share in the air. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Thanks. <laughs> but uh, Shannon Viognier, this is perfect for fish. It should be much colder than I'm serving it now. So this red one that we had, the Matar, is good for red for it, meats, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe I even think with Simis. What I about Simis? I think, it's, I think it's good for that meaty... For the tuna. Uh, tuna. For, tuna. For, for fish also, but I, I, would, I would have that with meat. Grilled. Meaty, that's not good for heavy. It's not good for lamb. I, I, I yes, would have that with it's lamb. It's much better for lamb. Yes. I love, I love the, lamb. The heavier the richer some. dish on that stratus, the better. And here, let's, let's dump this. Okay, you want to just take a clean glass? That's fine with me. We have plenty. Plenty. As long as you're washing them. Uh, yeah, I've got something at I home. I do that at home. It's a really Brenda great says, invention. Brenda says, yeah, your husband? No, dishwasher. These go, you know, these glasses go in the dishwasher. It's fantastic. I've only lost one of the two dozen glasses you bought me in all these years. Every year the collection grows. Right? Oh, yeah, it's a great wine. Isn't this a great fun show? Like yeah. the Nachum Siegel Network knows how to put out good yeah. shows. You should invite me more often. I, I see. will. I will. And this is uh, this is Viognier a- Chenin Blanc, Chenin Blanc Viognier. What's interesting oh. about this is I asked, I did a whole interview with yeah. Joe Herleman about this a week ago. Uh, were you out in California? And it'll be appearing, no, it'll, I did it over, on, uh, over the phone and online. And it'll be appearing. It'll be appearing in a lot of AJPs, I hope. What's AJPs? Can AJPs, you explain to uh, me? Yes, Anglo Jewish mm-hmm. Press, meaning that it's a Jewish magazine, but it's in English. 
It's written in English. As opposed to Yinglish? As opposed to Yiddish or Hebrew. Well, Joy of Kosh is in English. Right, so that's called an Anglo-Jewish press. Oh, cool. Did you know that? You probably Um, did. AJPs. That's the the common, you know. Anyway, put your nose in there. Oh, See, now this is oh. a, this is beautiful aromas, but it's not quite as the gland forwarded as yeah. the Chenin. It's not quite as. Oh, big. I like that. What so? The, what is this one called? It's a Chenin Blanc and Viognier. So what do they so call that? Some a, perfume, a blend. A blend. Oh, I love blend. it. Mm. Lovely. I would imagine and this is the right temperature. It's a little hot in the studio. Actually, it's cool. It, it's it's got to be much colder. But yeah. this is good. It's delicious. I would imagine it's colder much better. Oh, and it's, it's still fabulous at room fabulous. 10. And imagine this with a great, you know, sauce blanche fish, a ceviche even. Okay. It, that was absolutely delicious. Um, some of the other cookbooks I've been using, um, a r- big shout-out to Renee Chernin, who saw me in Machane Huda and was too shy to come over to me. So a big shout-out to you. Cooking for the King. I'm going to have her on the show in a couple of weeks. Wow. Lovely cookbook, and it's beautiful because it's a great book to get for Rosh Hashanah. You've got, or for Sukkot, you've got just a couple of days. You can run out now. It's uh, You're listening to this on Friday morning. You can run out now. The Judaica stores are only just opening at 10 o'clock, so you can stop listening to the show at the at 10 o'clock and then run and pick this book up for your local, local Judaica stores. Um, I've got mine, of course, at Judaica Plus. Um, great recipes for the Chagim uh, in Renee Chernin's book, and it's been an absolutely fabulous show. We've got one more wine one that more we can wine, do. And I want to do this as dessert wine. This is yeah. this is an old standby, one of only two wines here, and I brought like eight, that are not brand new. This is the late harvest Riesling from Herzog, and we're gonna open this. Oh, one. we're gonna love that one. That's my that's really one of my favorites. My friends Ari and well, Alison really Gross you know, everybody's, drink that too. I, we love it. It's our favorite. That I, with I actually yell at, We eat that with gravlax. I actually, I actually yell at a lot of people who are really good wine drinkers. Why? Because even the good wine, especially the good wine drinkers, they poo-poo dessert wine. You know, ah, oh, dessert wine. No, no, I want a good Cabernet. I want a good Chardonnay. But the answer is, you know, especially on Yant, if your wife or yourself, if you're the chef in the house, is making a great dessert, right? Why aren't you having a good wine with it? I agree. Creme brulee with that is amazing. Have you ever had creme brulee with this wine? Uh, have no, this I in mind. Try. you got to try I it. Dump your wine. It pops everything. Okay. Dump your wine. This is a late harvest. We're dumping. We're dumping. Uh, white Riesling. Dumping. And, dumping and here. And late harvest, again, we can learn this. <laughs> CK's getting up. We could learn this, uh, just another little factoid that okay. you can share at your next uh, Okay. Someone's, someone's ringing, that's but that's okay. Off. I apologize. No worries, Background Jay. music. Okay. Background right. music. Little cafe. We like music. This is the Nachum Siegel yeah. Network, after all. We have a minute and a half. Go, Jay. Go. Um, Explain away. Late harvest, Shen and Bl- uh, uh, late harvest Riesling is Riesling that stays on the vine until October, sometimes November. The grapes shrivel into almost raisins. The sugars are much higher. As a result, the sugars are much higher after the wine is made. And you have this luscious, this sweet. This is oh. a true Rosh Hashanah wine. Can we please hold that up to the camera? This is a true Rosh Hashanah wine. Alexander's holding up his glass. Jay's holding up the bottle. Wow, this has been an incredible show. Shifra, thank you so much for coming in today. It's really fun. Jay and Alexander, we have so much to talk about. We could make this show go on for three hours. ZK, thank you very much for coming in today. Um, want to wish all our listeners a Ketiva Vachatima Tova, Shana Tova, Shabbat Shalom. I think I got that all in there. 
Our show is sponsored by Abel's and Hyman. We taste better. You can actually make some hot dogs out of Yontif to keep the kids from uh, being hungry, going into the meal uh, hungry. Make them some hot dogs before uh, a couple of hours before Yontif, and they will go into the meal satiated. We have music sponsored by our friends at Kedem right up until Lichbenching. Want to wish everyone, as I said it before, Shabbat Shalom. Take care. Bye.